You're listening to episode 146 of the FitzPro podcast, and today's episode comes to all of us by, or through rather, conversations that I have had with FitzPros and other colleagues of mine about their businesses and in building a personal brand, this thing that happens that you feel like you need to evolve or there's tension in your business, there's a resistance, um, something maybe is pulling you in not a completely different direction, but just maybe you want to stop talking about something specific that maybe has helped build your brand to where it is, or maybe you want to start talking about something else that maybe is less familiar to the people in your audience. That is a very real thing, which is why today's episode is all about evolving within a personal brand and how to do that. So without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average Fitzbo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a Fitzpro. I anticipate this being a shorter episode. We'll see. Uh, Obviously, you know I'm long-winded if you listen to this show, but I am going to largely be giving you perspective and permission. But at the end of the day, there are a few questions that I think you need to ask yourself if and when they apply to you as far as evolving within or editing your personal brand. And those questions are going to be at the end of the episode. So I assume you are here for the business side of things. If you have not yet done so, go ahead and check out my free on-demand workshop, Your Biz, Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. You can do that via going to the show notes or going to anniemiller.co slash workshop dash register. And while you are over on the site, check out anniemiller.co slash resources or just click the resource tab. That is where you will find all of the freebies that I have created for trainers, trainees, and entrepreneurs. And of course, I would like to thank Legion Athletics. They are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. If you're in the market for adding supplements to your normal dietary intake, I highly recommend Legion, whether you are using them to make your life easier, to add in vitamins maybe that you haven't been taking, to get more protein in or optimize recovery, check them out. They are truly my people. And when I say my people, I mean beyond the supplements. I love that they're scientifically backed, the ingredients and the dosages. I think a lot of supplement companies make that claim, but don't have the balls to actually show you the data that they're using to choose ingredients and doses excuse me, dosages within their products. So they have 100% formula transparency. You can check all of the studies and literature behind each product. um, And they also are 100% naturally sweetened and flavored. So just no extra crap in the products themselves or in what backs the products. Um, If you are skeptical, they do have a 100% money back guarantee and free shipping, go to buylegion.com, B-U-Y legion.com and use code Annie at checkout for 20% off your first order. Or if you already love them, if you use Legion, but you still want to use code Annie, you can then get double Legion reward points. All right. Hey, let's dive in. I am so freaking grateful that we live in a time where building a personal brand is a doable thing in the online space, especially. 
that literally by leveraging your personal views, your personality, your interests, uh, you can create a business. And that is not as simple as that sounds, obviously, but generally speaking, it's perhaps more doable than any time before in history, right? So we've briefly talked about the challenges of creating boundaries in your business, what you share and what you don't share when building an aligned personal brand in the online space, largely on Instagram. But today I want to give you permission to edit that and audit that and many other things as you grow your brand. That is a natural part of this that I don't think is talked about often enough. So I was in the DMs with two different Fitzpros from my Fitzpro Foundations course, and both were talking about how they feel like they're quote unquote done talking about certain topics. And keep in mind that this could be applied to um, editing and adding something that you would like to talk to. So maybe you haven't talked about a topic before in building your brand and you have somewhat of an established audience and now you want to bring in another topic or a different take on something. Um, that can apply to everything I'm saying here as well. So in regards to these two Fitzbros that I was DMing, it was a subject that maybe they widely built their current business on that they were wanting to remove from their business, we know that messaging matters. It's something that I teach fairly aggressively, but we have to come back to the nuances, the transitions, and the flow that is building a business ran by humans that are changing and evolving, and that is a personal brand. Now, I want to make something very clear. This does not mean that it's a wise move to reevaluate your messaging, what you talk about and what you don't talk about every single week. That, in fact, will not allow you to build a successful, recognizable, and profitable brand. I do think that there is a balance between having a brand that is consistent and trustworthy, but also allowing for room, a you know, a percentage that is allowed to change and evolve if needed. So we do need a firm foundation, but we also need room for growth and evolution within that. These Fitzbros aren't changing their businesses or their business model. They're simply refining and honing in on kind of the next season of their business and what that looks like. I am sure you follow entrepreneurs that have changed their focus or their approach over the last five years. I know that I certainly have. And in that process, I have fallen more in respect for some of those um, and also decided to unfollow others. And I say, you know, fallen in more respect versus falling in love with. Even if I do unfollow, I have respect and give kudos to the fact that this person, whoever they may have been, had the courage to say, I don't want to teach X anymore or offer Y. I want to pivot or just remove one aspect of my overall messaging. I have a very deep respect and I fully understand that from a human and an entrepreneurial standpoint. In a very literal sense, I did a lot of things when starting out because I thought I had to. I didn't know it was acceptable to only offer training in the absence of nutrition, but I never enjoyed offering nutrition services. Two and a half years in, I finally edited that out of my messaging. My freebies, my paid offers, took nutrition all the way out. This is very normal. I can't stress enough how normal it is to start very wide and broad when you're building a business. You try 
a bit of everything, right? It's the same as like finding your ideal client. You'll take anyone when you're starting and then you kind of through experience start to hone in on and find who you really, really do want to work with. The same is true about your messaging, what you want to offer, what you want to talk about. Um, You confirm what sticks. What do you want to do? What is a no-go for you? That is 100% to be expected. That's how we refine. It's taking a tree trunk, if you will, and carving off chunks of it to find the the art, the masterpiece beneath. And I know that that can sound woo-woo or that that's an interesting parallel, but I think that it is... Uh, a fantastic and very applicable parallel to the process of building and maintaining specifically a personal brand. Obviously, the nutrition example that I gave is very literal, like I said, but there are much more emotionally loaded topics on the table as well. Maybe you've talked about bodies, sizes, neutrality, positivity, the process versus the result. That is fantastic. It's not a bad thing, but you find that you maybe resent talking about those topics now. You're, you're quote unquote sick of talking about that topic for a lack of, of better phrasing. You don't feel that it is needed or you're happy to refer your audience to other professionals for that given topic. The referral piece is huge here. People who align with your past messaging, you can now just tag when someone asks about that topic. You can say, I don't cover that anymore. It's a topic that I used to talk about, that I loved talking about, and I have shifted my messaging, but you can go check out so-and-so who still does talk about that uh, in a very similar sense that I did, right? There's power in the referral. I've also experienced this over the years. As a woman, I very much so appreciated accounts that normalize cellulite, aging skin, uh, truly normal bodies. But I also see that this is still, in a way, it's a way to dress up hyper-focus on the body in a different way, right? We're still hyper-focused on the body. So is it better? I don't know. I mentioned on a recent podcast with another professional that my wish is to just less overall focus on talk about and bring attention to bodies, period. Whether photoshopped, airbrushed, whether using an, you know the uttermost flattering angles on the gram or showing the mom bod, stretch marks, extra skin, fat, cellulite, you fill in the blank. We've seen it all. It's all fucking focused on the body. And without a doubt, more often than not on women's bodies. I just personally cannot help but think that what if we just didn't post about them? What if we just lived in our bodies, showed up differently? I don't have the answers, obviously. This is like a huge societal, global, cultural thing that I'm not trying to attack. But I just realized that for me personally, talking about bodies was not going to be a main part of my messaging anymore. It was never something I hyper-focused on, but still in kind of defining my social media code of conduct, if you will, which is something that we do inside Fitzboro Foundations, it was still something I felt very strongly about. I just was not going to have it be a part of my brand. And I think there's so much power in being seen and much of the content that I see around normal bodies does do that. It's why I still follow two to three accounts that just remind me of 
the normal aging process, normal bodies, um, bodies in non-flattering light, right? Um, Someone can look very different in different situations and being submersed in the online space is something that I find is important for me to be reminded of. There just seems to be a double-edged sword in having bodies in your face 24-7. Like I said, is it better? I, I don't know. I don't have that answer. The point is that you are free to edit and audit and pivot and transition your brand if you are beginning to feel long-term tension and resistance towards a given topic or messaging. This is to be expected as you learn, as you hone in on, as you refine your personal ethics as a human, your personal ethos, but also as a professional and as a brand. With that, there is no need to make brash decisions. That's why I said earlier that you are not editing and auditing your brand and your messaging and what you talk about and what is or isn't a go for you on a weekly basis. I'm talking about when something has been bothering you or kind of in the forefront of your mind, maybe you've been ignoring it, but you can feel it for a long period of time. Then we have some things to journal about to consider and reconsider when you reflect on your business and its legacy. So some questions for you to look at and hopefully make your choice easier are what is my resistance towards this topic? And remember, this can be applied to uh, what is my attraction towards this topic? If you are wanting to add a topic into your messaging, if you want to start talking about something else, if you feel a passion growing, what is my attraction towards this topic? Are you currently just on the uh, resistance side? Are you currently really overwhelmed with multiple things? And this one particular area or topic is kind of taking the brunt of that. Would you feel differently about this topic if overall stress and overwhelm was lower? So in a different season, would you feel differently about this? Next question would be, why do you not want to speak? about this topic anymore? Or why do you, why do you feel it's important you do start talking about this topic? So straight up, what is the reason? Let's get to the root of why we are either wanting to talk about something or why we feel we're done talking about something. And where did that come from? Why does this topic or thing no longer appeal to you or appeal to you now? Do you disagree with your past self? Is it that you simply need to talk about the topic or offer the thing from a different angle? So even on the addition of something, right? Maybe it's kind of both of these things. Maybe you do talk about a topic and you simply want to not take a different stance, but maybe talk about it from a different angle. That is also possible. Um, How can you either phase this this topic, this messaging, this piece of your brand out while respecting expectations of your clients and audience? Is that even needed or can you just make those adjustments easily and smoothly and there's not going to be a big ruckus about it? We don't need to make it bigger than it is. Lastly, what does it look like to add this topic, to keep it as is, or to change it? What do each of those different scenarios look like? Ideally, you are not making this decision on a whim, but like I said, due to experiencing high levels of resistance or attraction for an extended period of time. We don't jump ship at the first sign of trouble in business. That is like a core core pillar of building a business. So make your considerations carefully. We are shooting for a brand that is consistent and also in personal alignment 
with you to the extent that you want it to be for your business that is greater for some people than other people. Finally, if you did love this episode, please head over to wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us five stars, a written review. It is very, very appreciated. Got an email from a guy the other day who uh, cannot leave a review on whatever uh, platform he listens on. And I super appreciated it that he took the time to write the email. That's absolutely amazing. If you are not on my main mailing list, make sure that you are. There are podcast listener discounts at the bottom of every email on some of my select offers. You can go to anniemiller.co slash news to choose between the daily dose or uh, the weekly wisdom email from me. Until next time, I am Annie Miller and thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzpro podcast. Pro podcast.